welcome and good day everyone we of course are glad you guys can join us again for another great talk it over um, in our message series the power to change which uh last week was quite good mm -hmm. i highly recommend you watch it if you haven't had a chance yeah. uh, you can go to our youtube channel at lifenorth.church and get caught up on it and of course watch previous uh episodes as well of different series um, and just try to dive into more of what god has for you um, but before we get into that, welcome, Michaela. Thank you so much, Ian. Good to have you back again. Glad to be here. <laughs> so how has things been going in the uh, you know, last week or so? Anything new and exciting or just fairly kind of on the steady path? Um, I guess something exciting. So I just started a new role at the beginning of January in the same organization that I was at. Um, and so I'm... I, um, I recorded a video just to introduce myself to uh, the donors and supporters that I'm directly working with. Um, and so over this past week, we've just been planning for that introduction, what we call like a touch point or like a newsletter that I'll be sending okay. out. Yep. Um, so just talking with my colleagues, getting that all ready. So I'm really excited for people to just get to know me a little bit more, my, my journey at Compassion Canada, and just also a bit about my personal life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, my husband helped me to record that video and uh, I was able to like design a newsletter. So I'm excited, maybe a little nervous too. <laughs> Um, as I put myself out there, but um, I'm thankful for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting. Yeah, and, and always those new opportunities, new uh, directions and things you're trying, yeah, of course can be, you know, making you a little bit nervous. It's stepping into something different, right? It's, yeah. it's all part of, as we grow further in, in that, um, those, those things tend to push us a little bit yeah. and can be certainly, uh, certainly making you a little nervous and even excited though. Sometimes you get those excitement of something new. Which, exactly. is always, which is always great. Yeah, how has your week been? Uh, <clears throat> it's been uh, pretty good. The little guy's been a little bit off. He's had a little bit of an upset stomach for the past week now. So we've been addressing some food things and trying to cut out some stuff and kind of reset his, his, his tummy. So he's getting ready to uh, start solid food again and right. see if he can tolerate that and uh, go from there. It uh, seems he's picked up some kind of virus, which of course at school is I think extremely common for most kids as they tend to pass things around quite frequently. Yeah. Um, but we did our uh, breaking kind of our fast for, yeah. for the month. Uh, went to Mandarin, which of course was really so good. good. Of course, ate way too much. <laughs> um, I felt that you for- You have to, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I was feeling it for the rest of the evening. I was like, wow, I just, I shouldn't have eaten so much. but. <laughs> There's so many fun things to try and you kind of want to try everything. So it's like, I'll try little bits of everything and I did that, but it still turned out to be just too much, okay. but that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Once in a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was lots of fun. We had laughs and uh, certainly a good way to break that fast. We can go and enjoy, uh, of course, a meal together. So that of course was a lot of fun. The weather of course has shifted. It's gotten a lot colder. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. So yeah, what uh, my work is a little different. I'm getting quite wet with things at the moment as I work on vehicles. Oh, no. So things dripping down the back of your neck, really cold water. It's uh, that or you get a little bit of salt in the eye from the from oh. the slush dripping off stuff. It's not as nice as it could be. It's yeah. kind of the less glamorous side of my job, but um, <laughs> otherwise, uh, otherwise, yeah, been been pretty good. Yeah, so, uh, changes things up, but I get I it guess, does. Just a bit. <laughs> it does. It unfortunately does. But uh, that's all part of the changing seasons here in Canada. So we just have to move with them and continue to strive forward. Yeah, I can't wait for summer. Honestly. Yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming. The days are getting a little bit brighter in the morning. I'm not leaving in the dark and coming home in the dark. So. 
I know it's getting closer. We're getting close to that spring, which is always an exciting time. Yeah. Um, so power to change, uh, continuing of course in the series guys, it's been uh, good last week. We talked about the why last week. This mm. week is about the who yeah. and it's, you know, stop the negative self talk. And that's our title for today. Um, Craig, of course, did a great job unpacking this message again. Um, he's been uh, doing such a good job with these messages lately. I found him more impactful mm. over the past a month with the messages he's been doing. Yeah. Um, been really, really good. Good way to start the year. It is. It is. And I, I don't know. Something about just the start of the year. He brings a lot of energy, which has always been excellent to start the year off. Yeah. Um, so why do we do what we do? And then we talk about the who, and, and this is part of that, right? Um, he, he gave us a couple points. Um, you feel obligated to do what you do. You want to do what you do. Mm. You want to be accepted. Um, and I think that's a pretty common theme for a lot of us where we're trying to fit in trying to, you know, mix in with, with a group of people that maybe, you know, don't have the same values, but we tend to stray off that path to try for acceptance, try to doing what we want to do and maybe not what God's calling us to do. Yeah. And I think that can be a bit of a directional change for us at times. And certainly I think it's a lot of way of us see it. Mm -hmm. um, so Craig brought, which I thought was really good, what we do, what sorry you do what you do because you because of what you think of you that's a tongue twister that's, yeah it's tricky to say <laughs> that's a tongue twister <laughs> so I, I like how you kind of just brought that in that you know we're gonna do what we do because of what we think of ourselves and if we have a lot of negative self-talk a lot of thoughts of we're not good enough we're not you know capable that can really change how we actually interact with uh, people relationships mm -hmm. Um, even at work, how that all factors in. If we don't think we're good enough at our job or we're capable, it can really bring in a negative, just a negative feeling. And you yeah. just tend to not want to do as much or be as, as engaged maybe. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's a big way he started this. Mm -hmm. um, some other thoughts Craig had was, what type of person am I? So getting us thinking of who am I? Who Who is you, I guess? Yeah. Um, what kind of situation is this? So is this something that's uh, maybe in your control, out of your control? Is it an emotional situation? Um, and, and what does that look like? Is this going to affect you one way or the other? Is it an emotional or physical? Um, and, and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. What does someone like me do in a situation like that? So how do you respond? How do you act in response to what's going on around you? Yeah. Um, sometimes I know for me, I tend to shut down. I just shut off when things get, uh, too frustrating or I get frustrated with something I just shut off and I just I become extremely quiet and just <laughs> almost almost like a prickly cactus it's just like you just just leave me alone and don't talk to me I just I don't want to deal with it so yeah. I don't know if that's the same for you guys I don't know if you've experienced things like that where it just it's you just sometimes just depending on the situation can just totally have a mood change yes totally like sometimes I'll just get really uncomfortable so if there's like lots of tension going on um, or I feel like really overwhelmed I just kind of want to be in my own space disconnect um, which is not always the best way to respond but it's definitely a habit yeah yeah it is it is and those habits can be really hard to break sometimes yeah. um, when it's you know when you feel it's that's who you are and you've identified as that's who I am as this person that just shuts off, closes off, um, and to break those habits can be difficult. Yes. 
So our distorted identity starts with, uh, starts to sabotage our success. Kind of touched on that a little bit. Our distorted identity creates destructive habits. Our destructive habits reinforce the distorted identity. It's just like this big cycle, right? <laughs> that, uh, you know, Paul talked about, you know, I want to be better, but I choose not to be. I know I should be better, but I don't. And it's just this, this constant movement of, I have a bad habit because I think I'm bad. So that I continue that habit because I think I'm bad. And it's just that mm -hmm. back and forth. Yeah. Um, and I think that can really, again, distort how we actually interact, how we see, how we even see ourselves, right? Definitely. Um, so I think, I think Craig, again, if you haven't watched it yet, please do. Um, it's an excellent message. Craig really dives much deeper into it. Um, can certainly unpack it a lot better than we can. Um, so I definitely recommend you guys um, have a watch and uh, certainly dive into this with your own life group. Um, so our scripture today is from Ephesians 4 verses 21 to 24. Since you have heard about Jesus and have, and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupt by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created by created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And yeah, it's one of those things where we have to break free of that old life, that old lifestyle, those old life choices, but really have to embrace what God has given us, has given us that new life, has given us that new attitude, that new direction. And we need to embrace that and hold on to that because he's the one, of course, that's going to bring us through those difficult moments. Mm -hmm. So good. It is. It is. It's excellent. And and that that thought, it's one of those things that I keep, you know, I sometimes forget that God has taken that old life away from me. It's gone. And I need to focus on the new. And yet, those habits seem to come up every now and then where you get into those just bad, maybe not destructive, but just not positive habits, mm -hmm. things that maybe aren't as helpful or um, as good. Maybe you're doing something good, but you could be doing something great, but that habit's kind of keeping you stuck there, I think can be a, can yeah. be a difficult point um, for all of us for sure. Um, okay, so we're going to dive into the questions today. Of course, you guys can find these on Life Church um, in their talk it over section, which you can do with your own life group. Uh, same questions we do here each and every week. Mm -hmm. um, our first one here is: What do you want to be when you uh, when you were growing up? What was that? What did you want to be? Yeah, I love this question, and actually, I was thinking about it this past week um, as I introduced myself to this new team that I'm working with at work. Um, and so growing up, honestly, I always wanted to do something with art. Okay. So I loved to draw, to design, um, not as much painting per se, but just any, like lots of different art methods and, um, designing. And so, um, as I got into kind of like the end of elementary school, entering high school, I really wanted to be a fashion designer. Interesting. Okay. Um, so really love and appreciate like style, fashion design, um, started like reading through like magazines. Um, honestly, I even went to, uh, I was looking at an art school for high school okay. to see if they had a fashion designing program. They didn't. So I ended up just going to a regular high school, um, which actually worked out in the end. But um, yeah, I was given a, a design, a fashion designing kit where I could draw my own like designs of 
accessories, yep. clothes. Um, sometimes I would just add little pieces to my own clothing as I learned how to sew. Okay. Um, and just kind of make it my own. So yeah, I honestly thought that's kind of where I was headed. And uh, God has taken me on a whole other different trail. I still enjoy style and fashion. It's just not my, my career. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so would you say that you have like, uh, use that as more of like a creative outlet now to maybe relax, decompress, something to take your mind off of things? Is that kind of what it's become now is more of an outlet or is it still something you just really just enjoy doing just because? That's a great question. I mean, I like to shop. Okay. <laughs> And my husband could testify to that. Um, I love to buy new clothing. Okay. Um, so it's definitely something that's fun and enjoyable for me. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like the uh, designing or art piece of that, like I do design my own handmade greeting cards. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my creative outlet. Um, it's just, it's still a designing, it's still designing, right? It's just not like clothing. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of phased out of the sewing <laughs> um, part of my life. I still know how to sew just basic basic yeah. techniques yeah, yeah. um but yeah i think art will always be important to me okay just a way to relax um yeah and just express myself too awesome awesome yeah right on how about for you um oh well if we go back a ways you know little <laughs> kids as we were um you know i always think oh i'm gonna be an astronaut or i'm gonna be a fireman or i'm gonna be a policeman of course i had those things for uh, many years and uh Again, leaving uh, elementary school for high school, I kind of got this whole dead set idea. I was going to be a marine biologist. That's what I was going to do. Cool. Um, and I just, I, I loved aquatic life, fish. Um, had multiple fish tanks, variety of different fish. Just absolutely loved just all about it. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, it, it was, it, it became something quite, Drastic. I did a lot of research, a lot of things like that. Again, similar to that, where you're diving into it, like yeah. all in, right? right? And then start realizing some of the coursing courses I need and stuff that I need to do, and it just didn't play, you know, to my strong side of me. Um, it just didn't play to that, into the more uh, intellectual book side of things. That just didn't isn't me. Um, I'm not not much of that. That's just not my thing. Um, yeah. So things had, of course, had to change, but uh, it's always been a dream, and I've always enjoyed fish. And now, instead, I fish them and eat them. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's a different way of studying them. <laughs> yeah, different way of studying them. Yeah, so it shifted a little bit, but it's still, still, of course, love fish. I have fish tanks. I have, uh, I have still have all that stuff, and I do still enjoy it. Um, just, just a different idea. But sometimes, yeah, those things can change, and the directions can change with what we what we think we should be doing to what we actually need to be doing. And uh, so yeah, it was, it, was, it was good, it was good. It was a good experience, learned a lot of information, which of course I carry today, which is always useful. So would you ever like swim with sharks or, or dolphins, like any aquatic animal? Uh, actually, yes, I did swim with dolphins, I've done that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, it was fun and they are as rubbery as you think they are. <laughs> they, they feel like rubber, it's very interesting, okay. but super intelligent um, and yeah, just very interesting, just very interesting. It was, had a great opportunity to do that and uh, did that and yeah it was it was good it was good i i did a little bit of scuba diving not much um but again i think i'd take that up a little bit more if i could uh, go to a place that was you know warm not oh almost yeah. freezing water so if i was down maybe in the you know south i would probably take that up as a bit of a hobby but uh yeah it's a little cold here to to do that oh, i think goodness. so it would be miserable <laughs> so yeah 
So I don't know what that is for you guys. Uh, please let us know in the comments. What did you guys want to be when you grew up? Maybe it was something very specific. Maybe you picked that career and that's what you're in now. Maybe that was your focus. Yeah. Or maybe you've maybe you're still trying to find it. Maybe you haven't found what that is yet, but mm -hmm. still working on it. And sometimes that's just the way it is. You gotta try a few things to find the right fit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, what was uh, an impactful part of the message for you, Michaela? What was something that you really stood out in, uh, to you this week? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think his whole Craig's whole emphasis on like who before do. Mm. Um, so as I was listening to the, the message, um, I wrote down all these like negative things that I say about myself and how those negative things influence like those like bad habits, right? Those yep. um, unhealthy habits. And then I started to turn those around and start saying like the opposite. So if I said like, I'm not a good communicator, like I am an effective communicator, or, you know, if I say like, I'm not talented or equipped, like God equips me to do what he's called me to do. Yep. And so trying to rewire those negative thoughts mm. um, always stands out to me with other like the winning the war in your mind message, like all these kind of, um, it's all related to each other, right? Of yep. just like the ways that we think. Um, I've started reading a book called The Soundtracks by John Acoff and um, just learning about how what we tell ourselves, like the overthinking, does really influence what we do and how we live. Yep. And so if I'm telling myself, you know, I'm not going to do well, then you're already putting yourself in a position per se not to do as well as maybe if you said, hey, I can do this. Mm -hmm, you know, I have mm -hmm. the skills or I have the experience. Um, and then stepping into that with more confidence. Yep. And I always would worry like, oh, if I had that kind of mindset, you know, more positive, more confident, then I'd be more like prideful and arrogant. Mm. And I don't want to get to that point. And I know that's definitely a possibility, but and also God doesn't, you know, God has saved us and he loves us and, um, and he cares for us. And so if I'm just constantly belittling the things that he's done in my life and who he's made me to be like, you know, I'm not glorifying him yep. for what he's done. And so I think just shifting it of, yes, I can do this. I'm equipped. I'm confident. I, I'm saved, but it's not because of me. Mm. It's because of yeah, God. Yeah. And just constantly shifting it to him removes that pride element, right? Yep. And yep. just the humility of, I can do this because of God in me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That just kind of brought back a thought from last week that we uh, discussed uh, about, you know, we talk about, you know, it's, it's, it's God than me. Mm. And we kind of related a little bit to that where it's like, God gives me a direction and then I just run with it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to see it till the end. I'm going to make sure it gets finished. When really we're leaving God out of that, where he could be bringing in blessings or uh, using you to be a blessing when you're just focused on getting what's done. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, that just kind of just reemphasize that for me from just last week about mm. we need to be bringing God into it. God's told us, you know, given us the direction, given us this, but we can't do it by ourselves. We need him to be there with us, yeah. guiding us, helping us, and keeping us on the path that we need to be on with him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, for me, there's, there's a couple things that really kind of stood out. Um, you know, if you want to change what you do, you got to change what you think you, of you. Hmm. Um, and I think a lot of us get a very negative perspective on ourselves. I think we tend to be overcritical of who we are. Um, I think that can really, again, lead to the negative thoughts about I'm already failed before I've started mm -hmm. because I'm not this or I'm not that. And I think that can really, again, it really affects how we 
see ourselves, how we interact with each other, how we get through day-to-day -day tasks and things with work, with family. Um, and it, it, it can be super hard. It can yeah. be super hard. Um, you know, your distorted identity starts to sabotage your success. And again, we can be, you know, we, we can have these great things that are in front of us that we have an opportunity to be a part of, but those distorted thoughts can really sidetrack us or sideline us from being involved in something that's God's really got for us because we don't think we can be. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> I, for me, that was what stood out, I would say the most is those distorted identity, your distorted identity starts to sabotage your, your success. And yeah, yeah that negative self-talk, the negative uh, thoughts. Um, and again, the people around us influence us as well, right? And so if you've got people saying you're not this you're not that you can't you can't do this you're not a good you know you're not a good parent that can be extremely detrimental <clears throat> yeah we had uh, an experience with that unfortunately where um <clears throat> somebody come and talk to us and said that you know we we weren't you know being the parents we needed to be because we weren't uh, staying with our son while he was in the hospital and uh, that that certainly made it hard it it brought my wife to tears um and it was it was hard to hear that somebody would think that of us when we're doing everything we can and we're at the verge of being burned out right. and yet being told we're still not doing enough it, yeah. it it makes it really difficult and it really can change your mindset to i'm not doing enough i need to do more why am i not good enough why am i not and it, it's hard. It's hard. And, and, and having to hear that uh, is, is super difficult. And I'm sure I'm not the only parent that's heard that. Um, but it's hard. It's hard. And those people can really affect the direction and your thoughts of yourself. And uh, we need to remember, of course, to focus on God and having what he's called us to do, what he has for us and relying on him and not the thoughts of the people around us, especially the negative thoughts. Those are extremely damaging and uh, can really sabotage us and the work we're trying to do for God by not, you know, not changing those thought patterns, those habits. Yeah, because that kind of comment, like it just reinforces, like it's kind of on you. You're responsible for just constantly being, you know, with your son like 24-7 and of course he's your responsibility, but the whole idea of like it takes a village it does. to raise a child and just having like your church family around you where it's not like you guys are always in the room with him where sometimes it's someone at church will come yep. and like just you be able to support you guys because you're human too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ultimately. exactly, exactly. And, and you do, it's all about supporting the people around you and the close people you have around you need to be people who encourage you, not, yeah. not tear you down. And that's a big part of, uh, you know, doing life together again with life groups. Um, they're there to support and help you through those difficult moments. Um, they're the positive, positive people that are always around you trying to help you to be better. And I think that's a big part of just life in general. We just need to have those people around us that can help bring some wisdom, yeah. some guidance in those areas that are difficult and hard, and uh, just helping us to be just all we can be that God has for us, right? Well, it's interesting, like, as you talk about, you know, what other people say and how it can influence what we think of ourselves. Um, I, sometimes I go the other way, where if people are giving me, like, compliments and, like, 
affirm like positive affirmation mm, yep. sometimes i'm like okay you're just being too nice to me like you don't actually mean it oh okay. and i don't know yep. why like i i believe this lie that even in terms of like grades at school or just like yeah the positive affirmation i've received i just think oh my gosh you're just being nice or you feel obligated like i'm not oh, actually that talented okay. i don't actually deserve those grades and i yep. don't know why or what has caused me to believe that lie but I don't know. Like, it's really hard to get out of that, of believing, like, you say you love me, that means you actually do. And they don't have to doubt that. Yes. You know? Yes, yes. And accepting what they're saying at what the value of it is, what they're actually saying. They're saying it because they mean it. Mm-hmm. But taking it as, like, it's it's not sincere in their saying it. They're just saying it just yeah. so I don't, I'm not, I don't get upset. Exactly. Yeah. Saying what I want to hear. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. I've really struggled with that and continue to honestly. I think well, also my, one of my love languages top would be like words of affirmation. Mm. So I regularly need to hear that. But for the people, close people in my life, that's exhausting to constantly say, hey, like, I, of course, it's great to, you know, remind each other. I love you. You know, yeah, I care yeah. for yeah, yeah. you. But just like not to believe that within myself sometimes without hearing that yep. other person say it. It's challenging. Yeah, yeah, it certainly can be. Yeah, I, I, I hear you on that. That does make sense. And yeah, I, I think you can get into that habit of, no, I can't be that good or I can't mm. be that loved. I, yeah. it's, it, it's too much. I, I, I'm not that perfect, right? Right. I, I, that makes sense. I, I, I see that. That, that does make sense. That does. I, I like that. That's, yeah. I guess I never looked at it that way of not, not, ha- not being enough or not wanting to be enough for those affirmations. Yeah. But you feel that they're not true. Interesting. Well, I wonder if it goes back to what you said about perfection, right? So if we have the, we're, you know, that's my tendency for being a perfectionist. And so if I don't see it in myself of being worthy of that love, that praise, and it's like, well, no, like whatever you're saying is obviously not true. Um, and so kind of going back to what Craig said about when you think about like who you are as a person, it can also influence how you take what people say to you. Yep. And it's like, oh yeah, I know that that's right. So yeah, I'll take that in. And, and even like truth, right? Like that I am, I am forgiven. You know, I am so loved by God that nothing can separate me from Christ's love. That I have a, still a very hard time to it, accept and grasp. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. And even that, you know, we've been saved, we've been forgiven. We, you know, we're walking with God and yet sometimes you still feel like you're even still enough to deserve that, right? Yeah. To, to deserve that grace, that forgiveness because I, I'm just, I'm so bad. Mm. And yet, I don't think we're as bad as we think that we are. I think we tend to exaggerate sometimes about, you know, we're not enough, we, we're we not worthy of that, we don't deserve that because I'm not, you know, I'm not that good or I'm not that perfect or I'm not, right? I think we, I think we sometimes over, over uh, extend it and then make it seem that we're just these horrible people, but I think we blow it up proportion. I think a lot of us, it's just like, you know, we know we are, and yet we still feel we're not. Yeah. It's just, it's a constant battle. It is. And, and it, again, it's that renewing of our mind and having God with us all the time, renewing our mind and telling us, no, you are enough. You are with me. I give you the strength you need, the direction you need to go, mm-hmm. helping you carry the load as you move forward. And I, yeah, just, we need to constantly remind ourselves of that, that we are, you know, we are enough. We, we bring enough. We have things that God's given us, talents, abilities that we can bring to the table matched with a few other people. We can accomplish great things. 
Yeah. Um, but we need to be reminded of that, that no, we, we can do that. We are part of something bigger than just us. Exactly. And when a group of us come together, we can accomplish great things. And we just have to be okay with that and just accept, no, this is what it is. This is what God's got for me. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And that's okay. Yeah. And even if we don't feel like we're enough, like I think about, you know, my interview that I had before the role that I have now, which was a dream role, honestly, that I wanted to step into and having my interview a couple days before our wedding, extremely stressed, very scattered, not thinking straight and not feeling like I could give my best. Mm. Um, And so praying over that interview, saying, God, if this happens, it's going to be you. Um, And so realizing that even though like my best wasn't, you know, as best as I had before the wedding or, you know, months before that. It was still, I still had something and God can use even just a little bit that we have, um, even if it's just showing up on a Sunday. It's like, I have zero energy. I don't want to be here, but I showed up and God can use that too. And so seeing that God, he will fill in those gaps and he will equip us, you know, no matter what we, we can bring, but just bringing what we can. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So we're going to read Proverbs 23 verse seven. Um, so for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Hmm. Um, how have you seen your thoughts or feelings influence your choices and actions? And we kind of touched on this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of what this is all about. You know, our thoughts, our feelings really impact and guide us in a direction that's maybe not healthy. Um, because we can start feeling a certain way and it's like, oh, I, I need to go do this. But really, it's, it's a feeling. It's not what God's calling you to do. Mm. You just, you're just feeling you should. Yeah. But really, it's not what you should be doing, right? And, and they can certainly influence thoughts and directions. It's, it's a big one. Uh, you know, for me, it was always thinking I always needed. Uh, years ago, it was, you know, I needed to have the newest of everything. So my friends got something new. I got the next model up. They got a new car, I got a newer one. They got this, I got that. It was always, I wanted to be at the forefront of stuff. So whatever it was, I wanted to have the top best it could be. Mm. Um, And really bought into the consumerism that of course is around us all the time about buy, buy, buy. Um, And I found myself in a place where I was trying to fill a hole, fill a gap with stuff that really just didn't fill the gap. Mm-hmm. It plugged the hole for a short period of time, yeah. but we'd spring a leak and and I would now feel empty again. And so I have to go find something else to plug that hole mm-hmm. um, until I found God. God is what really changed that for me and, and changing how I think about what's around me, what's important. Yeah. I'm certainly not perfect at it by any means. Um, I, I certainly still like to have nice new things. That's not, <laughs> you know, that's not uh, to say I've given that all up completely, but God's changed my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. It's not like a necessity I need it now. It's a, I'll get it when, when I need it. Like when, when the time comes, I'll, I'll, I'll have what I need. Um, and God's always been very faithful in that to me um, with providing me with what I need when I need it. It's not something that I have to go out and do. I just wait for him. And uh, it's been, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. It's been a good change, a heart change. Um, And what's more important? Is it the stuff or is it following God? And it's, it's, you know, it's that change of no, the God's way more important than the stuff. God's going to fill me up. He's going to renew me. That stuff is only temporary and 
it'll be gone once I'm gone. It's right. right. It, it doesn't last forever. Yeah, that's tricky. I, I'm with you too in terms of like liking new stuff. Um, as I said, I love shopping. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, God blesses us with like finances and resources and possessions mm -hmm. and knowing that those things in themselves are not bad, but like how we hold on to them, how we view them, if that's like our, the God in our lives, the yes. idol in our lives, yes. and that's where it can be a problem. Um, but knowing that God cares about the things that we want and desire, but if it comes to the point of like comparing what do I have versus that person, this is all about a contest of I have more than you, yep. then yep. of course it affects your heart and your, your mindset. So yeah, I get, I get that. Um, I think in terms of one thought that I have in ter that has influenced my actions would be like just in terms of being healthy, mm. working out. Um, so I do struggle with asthma and I, I used to think that I couldn't run. Ah. because I have asthma and I yep. would have asthma attacks before hated it for any anyone that's had those yep. kinds of attacks you don't want to have those again I can believe it and so my husband was actually the one that was like no I think you can do it and you have to train and build yourself up to you know getting to where you want to be but you got to start somewhere yep and so I've been able to run on the treadmill over the past month um, at some point I was close to fainting and so that had discouraged me but constantly reminding myself okay that's okay that was a setback yep. but keep showing up keep yep. going even if it's a little less than I had ran you know that time yep. just just keep trying so I am able to run even though I have asthma yep. and uh, hope to maybe run a 5k this year that's kind yep. of my goal yep so seeing how God is showing up there to give me the strength yeah yeah that's excellent because yeah as we continue to try train and that thought, that negative thought that you had of because I have this, hmm. that excludes me from all of these other wonderful things, right? That you could be doing, right? Yeah. And again, having that, you know, having a husband that's encouraging uh, makes a big difference, right? And saying, no, you can do this, but maybe just start out small. Yeah. You got to work up, you know, don't run the f marathon. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to run the marathon the first time I jump on there. No, it's like, okay, let's, let, let, let's, let's, walk half a K and we'll pick up the pace for half a K. We'll do a K mm. and, and slowly working and building up to it. Yeah. Um, I certainly, yeah, I certainly can attest to that. It's big in, in slow buildups. It's not, let's go right to the end. You've got to go slow. Yeah. Um, it's about the journey, not it just is. the result. It is, it is, it is about the journey. And yeah, I, I, same thing with my martial arts. I'm going into a club where I am like the oldest guy at the classes training. It's discouraging because I'm like, I, I'm up, I'm, I'm beside some of these guys and girls that are training Olympic level that wow. will compete at the Olympics, will be national champions, like very high level. And I'm like, I'm this old dude. I got the dad bod. Like I got the dad bod. I am not near in shape as these guys are. And yet... I find myself being like, no, I'm here for me. I'm not here for them. I'm not here to compete against them. We're on different levels, but I'm going to come in and give my 100%. I'm going to do what I can to the best I can, as hard as I can. And that's what I ask of myself. And I find myself being somewhat competitive in that atmosphere. Yeah. Um, that I'm not maybe the slowest person out there. I'm actually somewhat actually not bad. So. <laughs> yes those little glimmers of, hey, no, I can do this. I can be, you know, working towards something more, mm -hmm. um, even though it is discouraging when you, when you look big picture, um, looking yeah. at, looking at smaller increments of what I'm going to bring and how I'm going to do it changes everything you're going to do about it. Cause it's easy to live in fear of, I'm going to have asthma attacks every time I run. Yep. I'm just, that's, that's just what's going to happen. Right. 
but changing that mindset to I'm going to start out small and I'm going to work at it little by little mm -hmm. and not think that I'm going to have this attack every time I jump on the treadmill. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I think that's a big part of it again, but it all comes back to that mindset. Those, those distorted ideas of ourselves can really destroy our habits and our direction. Mm -hmm. And Craig, again, he touched on that really, really well this week. Yeah. Um, so if you hadn't had a chance, please go watch that message. Um, you can catch it on our YouTube channel at lifenorth.church. Um, and he, of course, dives into this much, much deeper than we can um, and really expands on it really, really well. Uh, we, of course, have run out of time again today. Um, time just flies when we are having great conversation. Yep. Um, so if you guys want to dive deeper into these questions, please join a life group, start a life group, mm -hmm. um, and really you know, grab a couple friends and really dive into this, really dig in. Um, because I find in my life group, I get so much more out of each message every time we discuss them, just because the perspectives are different. And it just brings a whole different atmosphere when you're all talking about the same thing yeah. and can really just open up and be open and vulnerable in that place and not have to worry about any judgment about, you know, thoughts or anything that's going on. Totally. So. Yeah. It's a place of encouragement. <coughs> that's for sure. It is. It is. And so we, of course, want to thank you guys for joining us. Um, we, of course, would love to have you back again. Uh, we want to thank our tech team behind us, of course, making this all happen mm -hmm. and making it available for you guys to uh, come check out every week. So with that, of course, we want to remember, whoever finds God, finds, finds life. life.